1: and wonder praise god i'm full of faith and wonder i'm so glad that you're with us today ec fam thank you so much my name is akil thompson i'm the pastor at extraordinary church and we believe that we are the perfect church for imperfect people We're so glad that you're with us today. We also believe and declare that we are the fastest growing church in Canada. God is doing a work and we are so excited. We get the opportunity to be a part of his kingdom. And I'm so excited about what God is doing in this season and in this day. Well, I've been itching. I've been itching to preach this thing. Praise God. Help me me today uh, because we had a great time celebrating our mother's and i'm thankful for that but we're going to jump back into our kingdom series today and uh, i'm going to be talking today uh about the kingdom again open up your bibles to the book of matthew chapter 6 and uh, and then we're going to go a couple of places and if you don't have your bible or your bible app on your phone power that up grab the bible you're going to want it with you today because we're going to declare some things in Jesus' name. Praise God. I'm going to get my timer here ready. Keep me on track here in just a moment. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. I love all of you, EC fam. Hope you're doing well, and I'm sending big hugs uh, your way virtually. Shout us out, by the way. Be engaged. We want to see and read those hallelujahs and amens. It it means a great deal. Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 8. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's go to the 119th Psalm, verse 89. The 119th Psalm, verse 89. I'm going to give you just a moment to get there. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. (laughs) Praise God. I want to preach to you this afternoon by the help of the Holy Ghost, the kingdom's government the kingdom's government would you help me pray while you're at home and with our live stream team father in the name of jesus we're releasing the gift of faith right now believing and declaring supernatural things to happen we celebrate your goodness anoint me refresh me renew me utilize me for your glory open up the hearts and minds of those watching we give you thanks and praise in jesus name amen do want to say that we're super excited because Tonight, not tonight, and just a little bit actually, we have a baptism that's going to be taking place and we celebrate that and I'm so excited. Let's look at Philippians chapter 3 and 20. I want you to see this too. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, how many of you know just that alone right there is enough to set people free? I'm talking, you know, well, I'm a Canadian citizen. Y'all know I'm not a Canadian citizen. I'm an American citizen. No, no, no. You are first and foremost a citizen of the kingdom of God. Praise God. I need you to hear me there. We are first and foremost citizens of the kingdom of God. Stop allowing people to identify you by an inferior citizenship. This, this church, extraordinary church, is not a white church. It's not a black church. It's not a brown church. This is a kingdom church. And when it comes to the kingdom, there is only one kingdom, and we celebrate all of us. But we recognize we're all one because of the blood. That Jesus Christ shed listen I don't care what color Jesus' skin was his blood was red it was holy and because of his blood we are family we are the people of God we might have different opinions on on a whole lot of stuff but it is the blood of Jesus Christ that brings us together I'm thankful to be a part of a church that I believe reflects the kingdom praise God God is stirring up Ooh, I just feel that I, I just, I'm gonna stay there for just a minute. I'm passionate about Inclusion I'm passionate because let me just help you out if you don't know the Bible is passionate about inclusion There's room for everybody as a matter of fact He said go out and compel everybody to come that my house would be full. I want to see everybody here I want to see educated and uneducated. I want to see conservative and liberal I want to see young and old I want everybody to come I want like Jordan said a lot of daddy Everybody, I want everybody to be in the house of God. This is where everybody belongs here at Extraordinary Church. There is room for you. Praise God. There's room for us. We ought to be thankful there's room. See, God is stirring up the revelation of the kingdom in the earth. I forgot to push my timer. Praise God. Let me just, y'all just give me a few extra minutes. Praise the Lord. God is stirring up this revelation of the kingdom in the earth because I believe God is sick and tired of churchy mentalities. See, he's not sick and tired of the church, let me be clear, but he's sick and tired of churchy mentalities because if there's anything that can hinder the kingdom, I want you to hear me, it's religion itself. I'm not talking about Islam or Buddhism. I'm talking about Christian religion. That can become as much of a hindrance to the kingdom of God. Jesus said your religion, your religion makes the word of God of no effect. You need to understand that religiosity is just as effective as hindering the progress of the kingdom. Sometimes even more so than other principalities and powers. Yeah, that's religion. That's what religion can do. That's why I'm not interested in religion because religion isn't changing anybody's life. Religion is condescending. Religion is void of power. Religion is that whitened sepulcher mentality. Religion is such that it does not affect anybody, certainly not in a life giving way and I'm declaring in Jesus name we will break the back of that spirit of religiosity in this community and we will see a church that can affect thousands for the glory of God people will come I'm reaching right now to somebody who might be watching you might not think there's room for you here at extraordinary church the devil is a liar. the grace of God is wide enough the love of God is deep enough there's room for you here and the father's house praise God so this religiosity that is so effective at hindering the kingdom and the progress of the kingdom it also takes then a real kingdom discernment to recognize kingdom alignment newsflash let me just help you out right now Jesus did not come preaching how to get saved not just to come preaching that. He came teaching and preaching how to live in the kingdom. When he said, John prepared the way, repent for the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is at hand. We have a lot of people today who are in church, love God, go into heaven, but they don't know how to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven while they're on their way. See, Jesus didn't come just to deliver you and me. He came, I need you to hear me. He came to restore what Adam lost in the garden. Adam had authority. Adam had dominion and he had an assignment, but Adam lost it all. Jesus went in a garden just like Adam because Jesus is the second Adam or the last Adam. And you know what he did? He went back and got what the first Adam lost. He went to another garden. He submitted himself to the will of the Spirit so that he could exercise the authority to restore what the first Adam lost. Extraordinary Church, please hear me. I want you to understand today our assignment as sons and daughters of the King are to continue to embrace and demonstrate the kingdom of God on this earth. Jesus saved us and redeemed us to operate in a kingdom mentality and in a kingdom authority. And if I believe if we can just get in kingdom alignment, because of the revelation, oh, the Lord is opening up our understanding. We will have a kingdom manifestation. The earth—I I don't know if you feel it like I do, but I just there's oftentimes, when, even when I'm running and exercising, or I'm—I just feel like the world, the earth, is pulling on me. It's pulling on the Holy Ghost inside of me. It's groaning for a manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. I don't know about you, but I'm telling you the world is ready. You need to understand Mississauga is primed and ready for revival. Brampton is primed and ready for the demonstration of the kingdom of God. Oakville and Burlington and Etobicoke and Scarborough, Toronto, Milton, I'm telling you they're primed and ready for a demonstration of the kingdom of God. Hamilton, I'm claiming it all in the name of Jesus Christ. They're ready for the kingdom of God to show itself. Praise God. How many of you got your Bible near you? Get your Bible. If you got, your, got it on your phone, turn it on. Turn it open up the Bible app. Praise God. I need you to open up the Bible app, whether it's on your phone, tablet. Get it up. Get it right next to you. Get it in your hand. Are you ready? I want you to say this with me. This is the word of God. Now, y'all going to have to do a little bit. I know we only got, I know we, look, I know we got a live stream team here. (laughs) Praise God. I need to hear you. Pastor Barry, I need to hear you. I need to hear you. Pastor Mateo, I need Andy. I need to hear you. Cheryl, I need to hear you. Laura, I need to hear you. Livestream team, I need to hear you. Since I'm looking at it's like the second coming of Dolly. Dolly, I need to hear you. I'm telling you right now, I need everybody to get your Bible out. Hold it up. Get that phone up. Say this with me. This is the Word of God. This is the, word of God. the governing document of the kingdom of God. I am who it says I am I can do what it says I can do I can have what it says I can have today I will hear the Word of God and I will never be the same come on if you believe that give him praise come on and praise God for his word I'm telling you, we're getting ready to talk about how the government of the kingdom works. You need to understand that you can do what it says you can do. You can be what it says you can be. And you can have what it says you can have. But you got to know the governing documents of the kingdom. See, that's the challenge, though. Being less churchy and more kingdom in our thinking is a whole lot easier to say than to live out the reason some people have an easier time accepting uh, church than they do the message of the kingdom and let me just be clear there is a difference between church and the message of the kingdom (laughs) the reason why some people have an easier time accepting church than they do the message of the kingdom is that church leaves people feeling like they're in control I'm not here to mess with anybody's theology, but the message of the kingdom always takes you back to the fact and the truth that it is the kingdom of God. He is the king and we are not. One of the greatest challenges for you and I in accepting the message of the kingdom in this hour is that we live in a full democracy. See, with a tradition of liberalism and egalitarianism, which means every person is considered equal and should have equal rights, Moderate political ideologies. You know, there's a peace and an order. There's good government alongside an implied bill of rights. And there are founding principles concerning the Canadian government. And what we do is we live within that framework of that democracy. And we're taught to accept and to comprehend that our vote counts and that our voice matters. And we are just as significant as the one that we vote in. But a full democracy is not how God operates in the earth. God never takes a vote to see what he ought to do. (laughs) I'm thankful. For democracy, Because if you're going to live, if you're not going to live in a kingdom, a democracy is the next best way to live. But the problem, however, is that God is not just trying to find the next best thing for us. God has an intention to establish his kingdom on this planet through his people. And I'm telling you, his kingdom is not a republic or a democracy. I hate to tell you this, but you nor I don't get a vote. People ask me all the time, and I don't mind. I love the dialogue. Pastor, what do you think about this? You know, Jaden always blow me up. Pastor, what do you think about this? I'm like, man, if this boy, I'm just teasing. I'm just, <laughs> you know what? But uh, people ask me all the time, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And talk to me about this sin, if you will. Or talk to me about this thing. And what do you think? What do you think about this? What do you think about that, Pastor Akil? And you know what? It doesn't really matter what I think because it's not my kingdom. As an ambassador of the kingdom, I don't get to import my opinion or my two cents on the matter in the conversation. As an ambassador of the kingdom, I find out what the king says, and I report to those who are listening to or trying to listen to what the king says. Is anybody, help? is anybody being helped today? What I'm trying to help you understand is my opinion doesn't matter. And I don't mean to burst your bubble. I love every single one of you, those that I can see and those that I can't see. But your opinion doesn't matter either. And see, one reason we have a problem with the kingdom is in Canada, and I'll speak because I'm an American. I'm not a Canadian citizen, that in these two countries, all of us have a voice and all of us have a vote. And we think we have a voice and a vote when it comes to being the people in the kingdom of God. But I want to remind you, it's his kingdom and it's his stuff. He has all power. He is the one who has the first say, the middle say, and the final say. And the reality of it is we have to decide if we want to be a part of the kingdom. We don't get to decide what the kingdom is going to do. It ain't our kingdom. It's his kingdom. He is king. The king of this kingdom is Jesus Christ. He calls the shots. He owns everything. He has all the power. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. And the only reason we are even, God, the only reason we're even able to be a part of the kingdom is because in John 15, he said, You didn't choose me, I chose you. Our entrance into the kingdom is not predicated upon our abilities. It's not predicated upon our education. It's not predicated upon who we know or who we don't know. It's not predicated upon our legacies or our heritages. It's only predicated upon the fact that Jesus Christ came for you and I. It's based solely. I need you to get this in your spirit. It's based solely upon the invitation of the king. The only reason you and I are part of the kingdom is because he invited you. And not only did he invite you, he went out to search for you, to find you, pull you in. You're not here because you're so spiritual. You're not here because you're so godly. You're not here because you're so righteous. You're not here because you're so holy. You're here by the grace of God. By the mercy of God, by the blood that he shed, you're only here because he reached out to pick you up out of your mess. That's the only reason why we're here. Praise God. See, the king, he came. This is why we get so, oh, God help me. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to preach this for at least two weeks on the government. So you might as well get ready. Praise God. You just got to give me a minute. I'm setting the foundation. It doesn't matter your creed, your culture, your DNA, who your daddy is, who your mama is. The only thing that matters when it comes to the kingdom is can you and I submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ? See, the king came to establish the kingdom. It's the kingdom of God. But most people don't want to be a part of a kingdom because the kind of king. That's over that kingdom. But the best news that I could ever share with you today is that the kingdom of God has the most loving king. Praise God. The most merciful, long-suffering king you could ever imagine. He's not willing that anybody should die before becoming a part of his kingdom, but that all should repent and come to the knowledge of his loving goodness. This is the greatest king you and I will ever know. There is no reason at all for you or me not to trust King Jesus, who is the king of this kingdom. See, this king is all loving. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. He is willing, and this is good news. He is willing, hear me, to share the abundance of his riches and his inheritance. Praise God. I'm sorry. This blesses me. I'm just going to worship for a minute because he spoils me and treats me like I'm an only child. The way that he cares for me. I'm blown away that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords has invited this man into the kingdom. So I'm going to have a praise break for a minute and just give him thanks. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord, and I give you praise. You are good and you are faithful. You're everything to me. Praise God. Praise God. See, now, I don't know about you, but I want you to think about this. Before you are a part of a kingdom, I want to know a little bit about that kingdom. I want to know what the king believes about the citizens of that kingdom. I hope you're following me. See, before you declare, I want to be a part of that country, I want to know the kind of idea and future that country or that king has for its citizens. Praise God. When we came here to Canada and we felt like God opened up this door and we came, we began to explore. And I began to look into, not into great detail, but I was curious, the parallels, the similarities between how Americans governed themselves and how Canadians were governed. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to be a part of a country where it treats its citizens like garbage. Y'all not going to help me this afternoon. That's okay. I don't know about you, but somebody ought to agree with me. I want to be a part of a place that takes care of its citizens. See, before I say, you know what? I'm all in on the kingdom. It makes sense. I want to know the heart of the king and his intention that he has in mind for the citizens of his kingdom. And what you need to understand is there are many countries... That have articulated their governing documents for the express intent of providing cultural framework for its citizens. Okay? The governing documents of any nation or kingdom is given to create an expectation in the heart of its citizens as to the kind of life they should expect to live while living as citizens in that kingdom. (laughs) That was good. I'm sorry, praise God. That blessed me. I'm going to say it again. The governing documents. (laughs) The governing documents of any nation or kingdom is given to create an expectation in the hearts of its citizens as to the kind of life they should expect to live while living as citizens in the kingdom. Every civilized nation on the earth that has ever existed and succeeded has had some form of governing documents. And I don't know about you, Canada has a lot of flaws, okay? And I'm not going to unpack the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and these governing documents that we have. And hear me though, hear me, these governing documents do create an expectation of the kind of life we should expect to live as Canadian citizens, But Canada is not perfect. America, where I am from, is not perfect. But I am thankful. And yes, both countries have a lot of work to do. But at least I get to live in a free country where I can worship God. We're here together on a Sunday afternoon. It might only be 10 of us. But you can join us where you are. We can bless him. We can exalt him. We can thank him. Somebody ought to give God praise just because they're in a free country. And they can lift up the name. That's above every name. See, the Charter of Rights begins like this. Whereas Canada is founded upon the principles that recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law. The Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms guarantees the rights and freedoms set out in its subject only to such reasonable limits prescribed by law as can be uh, demonstrably justified in free and uh, democratic society but see the kingdom of god has its own governing documents and i'm telling you right now how many of you know there are many nations not just canada and not just america there are many nations that are in an absolute mess and you know what you read their governing documents like you know what in the united states it starts with you remember we the people i'm telling you we the people are in we a mess but if we would go back to what God said, you know what, and go back to these governing documents, it's not we the people, it's in the beginning God. We need to understand that these are the governing documents of the kingdom. God is moving in this day. See, the kingdom has its own governing documents and he wants them to be made manifest in our lives. I am not a citizen. I'm trying to help somebody. How much time I got. Okay. I'm not a citizen of america first <laughs> i'm gonna mess i'm gonna mess somebody up right now i'm not a canadian citizen first i'm i'll, I'll even go a step further i'm a really ruffle you feel, i know right now that somebody gonna be mad at me i'm a, <laughs> but you you know what you can just go ahead and be mad i love all of you i am not a black man first See, see, see this is why some people are in the mess that they're in. They believe that their citizenship and their ethnicity is somehow the reason they are blessed or they're not blessed. But I want to tell you, if you start living like a citizen of the king kingdom. <laughs> Listen, him I know I know full well what it means to be a black man in North America. <laughs> I'm not ignorant of that, I'm not dismissing that, I'm not making light of that. Don't misunderstand me, but I am a Christian first, and I am identified by what Jesus Christ did for me. I don't care how the world sees me, I don't care if they hate me or if they don't. God could take every single one of my haters, line them up, and force them to bless me. I'm telling you right now, I've seen him do it in my life. I don't care what the government says about me, I don't care what an authority says about me. i care what he says about me and if you can only get in alignment with what he says about you you would fix that broken mentality and you would no longer have this broke busted and disgusted mindset you would realize that you are royalty a child of the king praise god this is why i don't care ottawa can't keep me from what god has for me Washington D.C. can't keep me from what God has for me. They don't own it all. My daddy does. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. My God, I could preach this all day long. You are not where you are because of the broken politics in Canada. I'm telling you, in your mind, your mind is broken. You've got to renew your mind. And if you ever stop thinking that they can control you and you start aligning yourself with the kingdom, God will bless you in ways you have absolutely no... My God, I wish I had all of y'all with me right now. I'd preach this thing till he came. I'm so passionate about it. I'm ready to drive up to your house and preach it right in your driveway till you hear me. I want this to get in your spirit. I want you to understand God wants to use you. Your color of your skin can't hold you back. The education you do or don't have can't hold you back. And I'm for an education. Get an education. I want you to have an education. But understand, honey, when you're a child of the king, He'll elevate you. He'll promote you. He'll bless you. He'll put something on you that your education can't hold a candle to. He'll put some anointing on your life that will take you from here to elevate you where you're leading organizations and corporations. Why? Because his kingdom is coming. My God. Oh, I'm preaching this. I feel like standing up and hollering today. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Come on, EC. Let's get in alignment with the kingdom. (sighs) Praise God. I'm being sensitive, and I know I've already gone over my time. My watch is telling me, come on. Mia, come on, musicians. Praise God. But I feel like preaching this until somebody's transformed. I feel like preaching this until somebody changes the way they behave and get in alignment with his kingdom. Oh, God. I feel like preaching this until somebody realizes you are not a pauper trying to get into heaven. He has come to demonstrate his kingdom. Oh, Took so long for the Lord to break off my mind that poverty-stricken mentality. Now, I don't walk around second guessing. I'm unpacked this. <laughs> unpack this. I'm unpacked this. I'm unpacked this next week or, or the week after. I thought y'all might get ready on Sunday. Y'all might be like, what pastor preaching? Oh, the kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom. <laughs> What are you going to break the kingdom? The kingdom. God wants to break the back. See, this poverty-stricken mentality, he's come to demonstrate the kingdom. hope you feel what I'm feeling. Because the kingdom of God is at hand. See, my question is, do the governing documents. I can preach this We I start preaching about who wants to live in the kingdom where they're not safe. Don't even get me started to preaching on the protection that comes in the kingdom. I'm gonna preach this thing like I lost my mind next week or maybe the week after praise God. that's Pentecost Sunday we got to preach oh, I don't know I might have to preach the kingdom on Pentecost Sunday praise God. My question is this, do the governing documents of the kingdom define the expectation of the kind of life you want to live? See if you don't examine, this is the problem, if you don't examine the governing documents and let it get down in you and define who you are, you'll listen to any other voices that don't know the governing documents and they'll start telling you who you are and it'll be a very different kind of experience than the governing documents tell you to expect. And I'm going to tell you, yes, some people get it messed up who are standing behind pulpits on Sundays. Pastor Akil, are you talking about preachers? Yes, I am. I'm talking about preachers. You got to be careful who you listen to because they don't understand the kingdom and they will have you bringing up the rear your entire life. But you are the head and not the tail. You are an overcomer. You, my God, you are not defeated. You are more than a conqueror. You are victorious. You are royalty. You are peculiar. You're a holy nation set apart from Him. Oh my God, you're seated in heavenly places with Him. You are an heir of the King. As a matter of fact, you're a joint heir. God, but you know what happens in Christianity, Alex? got people running around chasing carrots chasing carrots trying to get it trying to get it that's what people are like they can just get the next best thing God doesn't want you to live that way you chase them things you chasing things when he said I'm already giving it to you you know why people chasing it because they don't know who they are they don't know the governing documents some of you asking God for certain things and he's already told you that they're yours but you don't know the governing documents. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to allow the Lord to take us on a tour of the governing documents so that we can properly grasp the heart of the King and we can understand His desire for those who are citizens of His kingdom. Your thoughts are about to come into alignment with the reality of who you are in Christ and who He is through us. I want you to get your Bible in your hand one more time. That's okay. You got to get a phone. You get a phone. Open up that Bible app. Come on, turn it on. Turn on your phone. Turn on your tablet. Whatever it is. Go to Bible.com. Whatever you got to do, get to it. And you say this with me. We're about to sing this song. And as we do, I want the Spirit of God to just refine our minds. Hear, hear, Hear me. You ready? This is the Word of God it is the governing documents of the kingdom of God oh my God I am who it says I am I can have what it says I can have I can do what it says I can do my God and in the name of Jesus I feel the Holy Ghost pulling on us come on that's it come on and worship him Come on and declare it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: We thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.